This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is one of my very best friends, Laura Ann Jacobs. She talks to me about her love of all-you-can-eat buffets. Uh, say we focus on like Chinese food, all you can eat, um, which also include hibachi and, uh, sushi most of the time. So go figure. Um, but that's definitely where we focus. This isn't like a conversation about a, a golden corral or something. Uh, we have standards. Uh, Lauren and I went to college together down in South Carolina, but now she is in a doctoral program at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, which makes it much easier for us to see one another and uh, check out the AYCE that Chicago and Ann Arbor has to offer. Uh, it also just makes me continued to be impressed by uh, her work ethic and the passion that she puts into education. After being a high school English teacher for many years, uh, she uh, wanted to do something for the betterment of education, and her program is for uh, like leadership, policy, and innovation in education. She's trying to make education better. That is so imperative, and uh, I believe in her abilities to do it. Um, she's going to educate everyone today on the process that leads to the most bang for your buck at an AYCE establishment, and I cannot wait to share it with everyone. Uh, she works hard. She plays hard. She is such a delight, and I'm so excited for people to listen. Uh, I have a couple of shows coming up with the Nerdalogs this weekend in Chicago at the Beat Kitchen. Uh, we're playing as a part of uh, an event called No Walls, a benefit for marginalized Chicago communities. Uh, it starts at 4 p.m. There's a suggested donation of $10, and all the proceeds are going to go to Chicago House, Howard Brown, Thresholds, and Chicago Women's Health. Uh, there's going to be some comedy and storytelling and panels on uh, what you can do to continue to help uh, these efforts. And uh, the night culminates with a bunch of cool bands. That's awesome. It's, uh, you know, talking and laughing and sharing stories, watching music. And uh, at the end of the day, all the cash goes to help people. So, like... That's cool as hell. Um, really excited that we get to be a part of it. Another thing that I'm excited for is the end of the month uh, in Los Angeles, California. We have a couple of shows on deck on Thursday, January 26th. We have a sketch show at UCB Franklin at 8 p.m. Our openers have been confirmed to be past guests of MBSing. Uh, Jesse Stegner doing some stand-up and Nick Johnson and his partner Chad Westbrook doing uh, two-man improv, partner in improv. I said it a, a little like maybe his life partner, but it's just his improv partner. He has a, a very delightful girlfriend. 
Uh, and then we will take the stage and do a bunch of sketch and some monologues as we do. And then on Friday night, the 27th at 7 p.m., we have a show at the Nerd Melt showroom uh, and we'll be doing our monthly Your Story show there. Um, a, a bonus edition, if you will. The lineup of storytellers is fantastic. You can find more information about both of those things at our website, nerdalogs.com. Uh, if you are looking to check out a new podcast outside of this one, outside of the aforementioned Your Story show that the Nerdalogs puts on, might I also recommend... Uh, improvised Star Trek. It's uh, one of my fave fellow podcasts in the Chicago Podcast Co-op who so delightfully sets up our uh, sponsorships every week. Uh, Improv Star Trek has recently been bestowed with a couple of Audioverse Awards. Two for performers in the bunch and one for their editing team and I just can't think of anything more deserving of awards i don't know maybe some other stuff but like where podcasting is concerned they're the tops as far as i know so check out the award-winning improvised star trek i don't i don't want any awards you listen to this and this is not an award-winning show so it's like maybe check out something that has a little more clout than this I think that's all I've got. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you're looking to really round out my college experience, <laughs> might I also recommend that you listen to the Stephanie Corkery and Bryson Howard episodes of MBSing because I feel like uh, that, you know, three part, that three hander will really uh, round out what it was like to hang out with these uh, bunch of lovely fools. Uh, thank you so much. Enjoy. My my very special guest today is one of my very bestie three friends in the whole world. And she's making a face because she's like, oh, this is happening. But I told her already, it's just us chatting. It's just what we've been doing. But <laughs> we happen to be doing it so that it's recorded. <laughs> her name's Laura. And about talk about a dark secret. <laughs> Ooh, well, it's it's not going to be so much of a secret anymore to anyone that's who decides. It's a secret anyway. <laughs> I think that's probably true too. <laughs> I was going to say anyone who's seen Laura and Jacobs' uh, Instagram um, would know that she posts a lot of pics from the types of places that we're about to talk about but the real secret is when you see her instagram recommendations <laughs> um very near and dear to laura ann's heart is the concept of all you can eat a y c e thank you for following it up <laughs> um where do you think the origin of your love for AYCE started? Uh, I would say I have really specific memories of like as soon as I could get my driver's license. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 16 years old. Yes. Uh, I drove my friend, my best friend, uh, we went to a Chinese buffet <laughs> because we didn't have any money because we were in high school. And I remember we <laughs> went there at like 2 p.m. 
<laughs> and we left at like 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what a deal. We just ate two meals for like $7. <laughs> I was going to say a Chinese buffet <laughs> lunch prices in Absolutely. like rel- in like a suburb of Atlanta, Georgia was yeah. probably very affordable. <laughs> yes. So that became one of our like friendship date places we would go. Uh, and I, love- I don't know. I just love to sit and eat for hours. <laughs> it's, I think it's implied in like all you can eat. Right. <laughs> like I think a lot of people really don't maximize their potential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad though not surprised that this predates our friendship like because I knew that you loved it in college um but it really was like fresh out the gate like once you once you had freedom (laughs) absolutely some kids go out and buy cigarettes get drunk at parties I was like Give me the all-you-can-eat crab legs, please. <laughs> okay, so you've made an important, um, an important tactical, you know, uh, recommendation already. <laughs> I'm trying to think of where where we should even start because the process is, you know, pretty important. But trust it for one. Trust the process. How do you decide? where to all you can eat first oh do you mean in terms of a restaurant or restaurant (laughs) yeah yeah not even getting into the restaurant yet yeah all right so um one of one of my personal hobbies is (laughs) um (laughs) is looking up all you can eat restaurants just you know nationally um (laughs) just (laughs) Places I think I might go one day. Um, Not even where you live. Just no. everywhere. I found really, yeah, I found a really good one the other day. And I was like, you know, talking you know, talking to Tyler. And I was like, oh, my God, this buffet looks awesome. And I was showing him pictures. He was like, how have we never been there? I was like, it's in Cleveland. <laughs> he was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Why are you looking at it? Yeah, I was like, Cleveland's just a two-hour drive. We have friends there. Go spend the night, eat the buffet, drive home. It's not hard, you know. Um, I picked up a few in Chicago because, you know, you live there. Um, sure. And then I found another really good one, and he was like, please, God, tell me this is in Michigan. And I was like, <laughs> it's in Windsor. It's actually in Canada. Um, but... I've got like Please kind of God, list. tell me this. So now he's at the point where he knows he can't count on you talking yeah. about just somewhere this where you live. Oh, if it's drive worthy, like, and I have to go through border control, like, I'll still go there. Like, it's worth. I think it's worth it. I'm like, if I could, I'll go there eventually. I'll look it up. You know, Atlanta, South Carolina. Right. You know, got friends in D.C. I was about to say, you have friends in all-you-can-eat places. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, well, when you and I went to Jackie's wedding, um, you know, we were like, what are we going to do? We sat in the hotel. I was like, listen, while we're in the Uber, I may have been looking up all-you-can-eat near me, maybe my most recent Google search. 
I literally I have some plans for us for the next few hours. As soon as you're like, what are we going to do? I was just like, I honestly have no, you know, specific desires. And I I ceded all of the power to you. And I don't regret that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was like a $25 Uber to get to this. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been it might have been a little pricey, but you know what? They didn't know that you were going to eat seven plates of crawfish. <laughs> oh. Just, baby, that's just the crawfish. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so so what like really jumps out at you when you're yelping like is it things like crawfish and and uh crab legs crawfish crab legs um i look at price sure right i I don't like to pay i will pay more than twenty dollars but i don't like to i don't like to and i really need to check out to make sure that like Looking at pictures, like looking at what they offer, is it worth the value? Like, can I eat? I like to gauge it by if I can eat at least double the value of the price. Ooh, that's a hot tip. If I, if I can triple the value, that's a success. Um, <laughs> you'll stand, I, you'll settle for double, but if you can triple, then that's like a, a job well done. Yes. So, I mean, Tyler and I have gone places before, like, especially if we're like drunk, like if we can eat double the value and throw up and eat double again, that's like a match. <laughs> yeah. You have a, um, a pretty epic story of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty dirty. <laughs> that's true. Um, right? what is your process once you're in the door how do you ensure that there's double to triple the price getting into your belly aside from perhaps a void and restart situation oh yes okay so standard standard protocol standard process right um gotta go in i usually try to drink a glass of water before i start Ooh. um I would say I try 90% of the time. It doesn't actually. (laughs) Unless they're really on top of like having waters when you sit down. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to wait to go up to that. I had read that like, like competitive eaters drink a lot of water before they do eating competitions because it stretches out your stomach and then you just like pee it all out and then you can just like, Keep hoarding. <laughs> so, um, so you've I, done I research into this process. I've been to some dark places on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I try not to go to like an all you can eat like on a whim. Like, I mm. usually try to plan it at least a day in advance, drink a lot of water, and then when I get there and I sit down, you know. A lot of people just want to like pick up a plate and go. You have to like survey oh the buffet. Good call. Oh my god. I would have forgotten have that. A- yeah. So you've got to make a round. You've got to look and see what's there. There's going to be a lot of stuff that looks good, but you just need to know what your options are. 
Um, yeah. So like, the is Ryan's... there a hibachi? Mm. Is there sushi? You know, is there a lot of fried food? What are we looking at? Do you ever go to ones that aren't? Um, do you just go to like seafood or Chinese? Those are the most common. Um, yeah, I guess there and, aren't that many yeah. others because then you're talking about like a Golden Corral. A Golden Corral or a Ryan's. Right. Yeah, I mean, I like to find a good seafood buffet. Um, I actually have my eye on a hot pot, all you can eat over near you. So I don't I even, really that. I really am. Um, I told Eric that was, he kept being like, well, what do you think you guys are going to do? And I was like, literally one of the only things we've talked about is <laughs> going to eat <laughs> all you can eat hot pot. And he was like, what's that? And I was like, honestly, I I'm not, I don't think I've ever had hot pot. It was like the first time I realized that I didn't really know what it, what does hot pot entail? Um, hot pots, like you basically get a, like a little broth. It's kind of like the Asian equivalent of fondue. Okay. I guess, you know, like Swiss fondue where you like dip your meats in this like, or dip your meat in a cheese or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you get this like broth kind of like a soup and you get like all your vegetables and all your meats on the side and you just kind of cook them in the pot. Um, kind of like you just kind of boil the stuff in the pot at the table. Yeah. At the table. So you like cook yourself. It's pretty social. Um, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like if Korean barbecue were soup or something, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, Does every person have their own or, it depends. Um, some places just have one big pot in the middle with like a divider. Um, some places will give you a mini pot in front of you. Cool. Uh, people who want different broth. And so the all you can eat aspect of it is that like they'll just pretty much keep bringing you, you know, tofu or, you know, sliced beef or vegetables. They'll just keep bringing you plates of it to put in the broth to keep eating. I think they have a limit of two hours, which um, at this place I've been looking at seems a little short. That is my space. That's that's a challenge is what that is. <laughs> when I see all you can eat, I read challenge. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, OK, you're in the you're in the spot. It's probably okay. it's probably a seafood buffet or um, like an Asian food type deal. Um, I've I even s- done like Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, I've never. That's technically an all you can eat. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like a fogo de chow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, everyone talks about fogo de chow, but I've never been. It's a lot of meat. It seems like. <laughs> what? It- one time I did it and then immediately went to the bodies exhibit in Atlanta. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty gross. Did you feel like you were looking at what you had just eaten or did you think yeah. like, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> gross. So every like, every body that had the skin peeled off just looked like a sword <laughs> full of like yes. steak. Yes. <laughs> yes. Meat burps in the bodies exhibit is like... It is so gross. <laughs> Meat burps in the bodies exhibit. The Laura Ann Jacobs story. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do that after this weekend? It was something surrounding when we went to dim sum and then 
made a stop after we went to dinner. So, yeah, there was, we went to dim sum. Um, Which is, it's important to note, attached to an all-you-can-eat Chinese food buffet. Yeah. And you forego the Chinese food for the dim sum. I think dim sum comes out about as affordable as the buffet. That's probably true because we we ate until all of us were like, no. (laughs) And and I mean, you can get shrimp. You can get like. I mean, you can get options that make it worth your buck. Like yeah. value is definitely like what I'm out for with the Chinese buffet. That's a good point because but, I wanted all the little pork buns, even though I knew they were filling. But I still feel like I put away a lot more. I feel like we got at least like five orders of pork buns. I but, love them. You know. But I reached a, a point where I was like, you know, I don't think, I don't think our value exceeds like what we'll be paying like when we stopped ordering dim sum but i was still hungry clearly (laughs) i see what you mean i see what you mean i had yeah i'd spent as much money as i was like comfortable to spend having eaten what i'd eaten and um you know the the dim sum place was conveniently next door to an Arby's (laughs) Um, during happy hour. We were there during happy hour. Oh, happy hour. That's right. That was part of it. So, Um, yeah, I mean, that just really added to the value of the whole meal, you know, because it's like we ended up spending like $22 a person. (laughs) And, you know, we got to have dessert. Yeah, and some sliders. <laughs> and some sliders. <laughs> I didn't have a single bite of slider, Lauren. <laughs> I had four. <laughs> Who had the other two? Did Brendan have one? Uh, Brendan had one. Yeah. I think the other one's still in my fridge. I made it. Oh, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not going to keep forever. It's not, it, it won't keep. Um, okay. Okay. So <laughs> I know it, this, there's just so much to cover that, uh, so, <laughs> so you're inside, you do a pass, you scope out. I, I love a place that has a, a hibachi in it. I love a place that has some sushi in it, mm-hmm. but we've already discussed that a real clutch thing for you is something like crab legs or, yeah crawfish so yeah. once you've scoped everything out where are you heading first all um best case scenario we'll say you see what i'm saying like it has everything that you could want yeah best case scenario what i usually do is i have a first plate rule which is for the first plate i eat like what i would want to eat if that makes like if, if i'm gonna sit down and have a dinner if i'm only gonna eat one plate that's what goes on the plate. Super so prioritize. Yeah. So I may have like some crawfish, some sushi. I may have like, you know, some crab legs. I may have a little bite of this. So it, it just looks like a normal plate. So a like, normal- yeah, if you were just ordering a meal from a restaurant that included all yeah. of those things, basically. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. First plate rule. Um, yeah. 
So what's important about the first plate is if you've kind of scanned the rest of the buffet, like if they have hibachi, you need to go ahead and get your hibachi on the grill while you stack your first plate. That is a pro tip if I've ever heard one. Because then you don't have to wait between your first plate and hibachi to start eating round two. Right. And hibachi takes the longest because they cook yeah. it when, when you prep it or when, yeah, when you order it. Um, man, what a pro tip. So, so we got three steps so far, I feel like. Scan the yeah. room, order hibachi, make yeah. a first plate. Do you pick up your hibachi before you go back to the table with your first plate? Depends on if the first on if it's done or not. M- might you eat first plate while in line for hibachi? I would say it's frowned upon. I mean, I, I don't like when people eat their buffet food at the buffet. Okay, so you know, I'm not an animal. I I didn't say you were. I I asked <laughs> what I thought was a pretty innocent question. That's um, fair, fair. I'm the kind of person who, I'm a monster. I'm definitely can be an animal um, because I think, I like to call myself a feast or famine eater where like I don't eat that. I'm not really like a snacker, but if food is available to me, I will eat until I can't. Yeah. So like if I'm standing at, say, a salad bar, and I throw like a half an egg in there while I'm like eat, building uh-huh. the rest of my salad. I'm probably not gonna make it to the cashier with the half an egg. You know, I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna hit that bad boy home because I'm an animal. I'm a wolves are feast or famine eaters, and they're pretty <sighs> they're pretty close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't uh, you know. I can't. I can't say I approve of that, but um, that's all right. Do what you will. Live your own life. That's all right. Um, I respect you for being able to make a plate, or excuse me, for being able to order hibachi, make a plate, sit down, eat it, and still be able to pick up the hibachi <laughs> with like a limited it's fast. window. It's fast. I mean, I'm not sitting down with a napkin in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> We have a professional on our hands. <laughs> I'm not sitting down with a napkin on my <laughs> Okay, okay. So you finish your first plate. You've gone to pick yeah. up your hibachi. Uh, yeah. um, hibachi rules. I mean, from second plate on, I have some pretty strict rules. So, like, you want to load up on the things that are going to be the most... I guess, of the highest value. Bang so, for your book. Yeah. So with hibachi, I may get some rice, but I'm mostly going to be putting meat on there. Steak. Like steak or seafood. Yeah. Probably not going to do chicken. I'm not going to be adding a lot of vegetables. I may crack an egg, you know, mm. but it's it's high value foods that go on the hibachi plate. I didn't even consider that the hibachi could also be structured for value. This is why I'm an amateur and you're a professional. Uh, I yeah. know. I didn't really think about it. Like to me, I'm just like, oh, I like I like chicken. Put some chicken. You uh, know what I mean? No. A lot of people <laughs> make a big mistake too because they want to they want to make a base with rice mm-hmm. or a base with noodles and mm-hmm. then put a lot of stuff on there. You could literally like, just get shrimp and some eggs, 
You don't have to get any of that filler stuff. Oh, so you won't even, will you use rice at all? A little bit. I mean, I like it, but yeah. I mean, we're not here to play games, you know? <laughs> I could buy a bag of rice for a dollar at the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, I could. I know, so, I know. Usually like around the edge, like maybe on the way, usually like hibachi is next to sushi. So I might like put a few extra sushis on the edge of my plate. That's you a know. pro tip. That's going to be my rice. Just get a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, then it's crawfish time. Like if there's crawfish or crab legs, there's like a really focused, intense period of <laughs> eating, eating them like as continuously as possible. Focused and intense period. Would we call that a crab trance? <laughs> I'll go into a crab trance. Yes, yes. I don't want to talk to anybody, and I don't want people to talk to me. Um, sometimes I sing songs, like the Brian McKnight songs. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, she's referring to back at one, and you know, if you haven't noticed yet, crawfish starts at about plate three, um, but. You know, that song is one, you're like a dream come true. Two, Two. just want to be with you. you. Three, because it's plain to see. see. It's you're the only only one for me and for repeat steps steps one one through three, which I would say is probably the most important lyric in the song for this analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Five. Make you fall in love with me. If ever I believe my work is done, then I'll stop. Now, those numbers refer to plates of crawfish. That is a fact. That is um, a fact. And there's not a lot of meat in those. So each plate no. is like a heaping mountain of crawfish. Yes. I at the Virginia Beach um all you can eat especially i remember our waitress seeming what's the right like daunted by the amount of like crawfish shells that she had to clear from our table carcasses um i also feel pretty you know i don't proud uh you know responsible for sure special for having (laughs) that introduction to you true mary beth did introduce me to how to eat crawfish um i never knew how to do it until one day i took her to a chinese buffet in greenville and i was like i've never had those before but i think it'd be pretty cool to eat those so i was like well back home in lancaster south carolina when we make uh what some might call a low country boil but my family called a frogmore stew Well, you would make it with the traditional ingredients of kielbasa sausage, potatoes, corn on the cob, and shrimp. But we would also include crawfish. And my daddy taught me that, as I taught you, uh, you got to tear that tail off, get all that meat out, and then... Got it. Top it off with a head suck. If it weren't so delicious. 
Um, I'm just really proud of you. You know, it's like, I, I don't even feel like I can, I can't take responsibility for like, you know, the professionalism of your all you can eatness, but I do feel responsible for that introduction. Yeah, you definitely are. And I've, um, it's a skill I've used a lot since you taught it to me. Um, <laughs> I'd say an uncountable number of times. Uh, give give a woman a crawfish and she'll eat for a day. <laughs> Teach a woman to crawfish and she'll eat as much as she can. <laughs> um, yeah, but like that's a that's a, a an important note if you think about i feel like we've talked about this before too probably also at the virginia beach one um how actually like the poundage of meat or like mass of meat that gets consumed it's just not that much well i mean the amount of meat per crawfish isn't a lot but when you think about the fact that i i literally probably eat like 80 to 100 individual crawfish in a sitting is that fair? I don't know. I really, that- no, I think that's, I was like thinking as you were estimating, and I really think that's fair because I feel like you can get a good like 15 ish on a plate. Yeah. 10 and to I 15? Five or six plates. Right. Uh, um, but the, the like, t- the amount, you know, they say like a, a serving quote unquote of meat is like a fistful. Uh, and I feel like, you're eating a good a large fist. Yeah, I w- I was gonna say like four fists. <laughs> <laughs> a bear claw. <laughs> a bear claw. Yes, yes. Uh, hereafter meant hereafter referred to as a bear claw, bear claw of crawfish of crawfish meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably accurate. Yeah, um, it's a lot. It I mean is... that that that's its own phase though. Yes, of, of the all you can eat. Right. So it's multiple plates, but it's it's only one one phase of the process. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sometimes like phase three, probably based on what we've referred to so far. Yeah. Yeah. So um, sometimes if I get like kind of tired of it, like I might get some French fries and like dip it in the juices. Ooh. Just like change the texture a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, it. Max out. Not necessarily gonna like move away from it. Just no, no, no. Mix no. it up. Mix it up a little. Yeah, just change it up a little bit. Um, what I've noticed is like if I can eat the crawfish like as fast as I can, they'll start making more and dumping fresh ones out. Mm. So sometimes I will eat like more than I've planned to eat. Like I go in with the mentality I'm probably gonna do four or five. But if they keep putting fresh crawfish out, I will go as long as I can. I remember at, at Virginia Beach they that you like cleared it all the way out to the point where someone like mentioned that the crawfish were out, <laughs> and you oh. were gonna change gears and maybe even like went and got like some sushi or something, yeah. and then they refilled fresh ones, and you were like, yeah. oh. Well, <laughs> gotta go back. One, you like a drink? <laughs> like, I mean, the the phases are not uh, not 
purely progressive. If I move past crawfish, I can always go back. All right. I think that's a worthy thing to note. Um, okay. You've eaten through all of the fresh crawfish. Doesn't look like they're going to put any more out. You're, you know, you've had some French fries as a, a palate cleanser and you're, you're feeling like the crawfish phase is over. Um, first question at this point, where do you think you are on your value for say like, a? would you say an average price is like $18 for an all you can eat? I'd say I could do, there's one in Detroit I go to. It's like 12. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Oh. I was- 15 is, I try to, you know, stay around 15. That's your ballpark. Okay, so at this point, you've easily eaten $15. Yeah, $30 in crawfish alone at this point, probably. Cool. That's where I was getting at, is after this phase, everything else is, we're talking, you know, triple triple value. Um, Second question, what's next? If there's sushi, I'll do another round of sushi. Usually my first plate has a lot of sushi on it. Yeah. That's a good but, call cuz you don't you don't want to not eat the sushi just because sushi is such a delight. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I'll usually get like a whole plate of sushi. Um you know, I don't I don't get uh like California rolls. I don't mm. get things that have like artificial crab meat. Um I really do take the risk and I go out there and I get like salmon, I get tuna. Um, if they have like unagi, I'll get that. Ooh. If they have, yeah, shrimp. I mean, if they have something that's like, again, a higher value, I'm going right. to get that. I'm not going to get a maki roll that has artificial crab and cucumbers in it. Yeah. What's, what's the point? Yeah. And I mean, quality also, like that's another thing, like, I could get a higher quality California roll like at Kroger, you know, at the grocery store. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not, you're not going for the quality. You're right. definitely going for the quantity. Yes. I feel like, like... I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that like all you can eat sushi buffet is like the best sushi you're going to get. <laughs> That's a, a good point that like you could probably get better sushi at a grocery store. Oh Yeah. You could a hundred, you could get better sushi at like a seven 11. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. I would. I've had it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I doubted you. Um, (laughs) You're the professional. I am the amateur. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I guess I've just been to buffets where I've been like surprised at the quality of the sushi. You know what I mean? Surprised higher or lower? Surprised higher in the sense that like I expect it to be, you know, like you said, you're taking a risk. Yeah. But then you have it and you're like, huh. Not bad. Yeah. I feel like what I remember about the Virginia Beach one is that the quality was very like hit or miss from roll to roll. Mm -hmm. But there were some rolls that were like, dang, this is banger. So I feel like that first plate is crucial because you can get Mm -hmm. like a little sample, see what's good. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the serious you know, phase four uh, eating, you can focus on what you liked from plate one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's your favorite sushi roll period? Like tops. I just straight up like a salmon roll. 
Yeah. I love salmon. Yeah. Just nothing in it but salmon. Whoa, wow. Like salmon, rice, a wrap? Yep. Yep. I love it. Classic. Simple. Tasteful. Um... Do you go do you go for fried rolls or do you think that's too filling? I will, but on a buffet, fried rolls, if they're not fresh, can be soggy. So if they've like just been put out, I might get I might get a little action on there, but if there's like three left. If there's three left, I'm not going to because they're gonna be soggy. Wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> this is just true professionalism on display. Where is, uh, so how much sushi are we talking about here? Are we talking double plates? Depends on how good it is. Probably just one. I mean, it is a lot of rice. Yeah. Um, I don't like to be wasteful. Yeah. Like, I, if I put something on my plate, I'm going to eat it. Even if I don't really like it, I'm going to eat it because I, I don't like to waste a lot of food. Um, yeah, I, I feel have like- known to put the rice in my pocket, like, <laughs> but... In situations like that, like, I may still eat it later, so I don't count it as waste. I don't think, I don't think that you didn't eat any of the rice (laughs) that went into your pocket the last time. Because we also have been known to go to just an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Yeah. And the last time we did that, um, the aforementioned rice in pocket did happen yeah because they charge you for yeah, waste yeah yeah and that you know decreases your value yeah so i usually like wear like a shirt with a breast pocket so you just slip it in <laughs> have you done that more than once <laughs> maybe <laughs> but yeah. like i said i feel like you <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't want to lie on your podcast <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. I mean, I feel like maybe was not necessarily a lie of omission, but um, I think me asking the question answered itself. You know what I mean? Um, But. Oh, but I feel like the last time that you did that, when I was with you, you ended up eating a lot of the rice. <laughs> we napkined some, I think. Like just a like fist, yeah, I think so. This napkin of, of rice, which I feel like when you're talking about that much food, and you have, I mean, we've already talked about the fact that the rice is, you can get a bag of it cheap for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, that's not a high cost waste food, right? I don't think any of us would sign on to, and by any of us, I mean like our crew that we roll deep with into. restaurants of this nature i don't think any of us would just like waste you know fish or other innards so um depending on quality maybe maybe two plates in 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 sushi phase phase four yeah i mean usually probably i would say realistically probably only one though okay Good to know. Uh, where are we heading after that? Um, then I'll usually do like one more like plate one 
like one more like this is what I want to eat off the buffet. Cute. Yeah. <clears throat> um so this is where what 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 might we find on that? Cuz I feel like original plate uh, one was like crawfish, some sushi. Yeah. This one's probably going to have like chicken nuggets. Ooh. Yeah, maybe like a piece of pizza. It might have fried rice on it. I was going to say fried rice, yeah. Maybe like, I love like black pepper chicken. Um, See, these are, you're naming some things that I would like probably not even consider in the least because I just can't eat as much as you can in these situations. (laughs) So like if I'm cutting out parts of this phase Mm -hmm. that like those those are gonna be the the first ones to go for me so i'm finding it interesting that they this is what you're speaking to um maybe after that i think i do i do one fried plate like when i'm like starting to get full i will eat a fried plate Uh, um yeah so if yeah if the buffet has like colored plates i will try to get a yellow plate to signify that it's fried. <laughs> yes. What um oh some of the the place that we went in Ann Arbor had um fried plantains or oh, yeah. fried bananas and I ate a lot of those because yeah. those fuckers are fantastic. Yeah. Um what what might we find on the fried plate? Uh Chinese donuts. Oh. French fries. I forgot about Chinese donuts. Yeah. Fried bananas. I'm pretty sure I did a whole plate that was just fried bananas, Chinese donuts, and Jello. <laughs> that sounds familiar, right? <laughs> right. There's I, no rules at the all-you-can-eat buffet, though, you know. <laughs> Listen, I knew what I wanted, and what I wanted it's an inter- was a bunch interesting of, texture, texture combination, a bunch of sweet treats. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to be the one that judges you. <laughs> Uh, first play um i'm just trying to jot down you know all the phases just for like if i have to refer back to this for my own purposes um phase i'm calling fried plate phase six i don't know i don't keep yeah yeah six (laughs) honestly i feel like fried plate is probably i don't know I'm not going to try to quantify it too much. Yeah, I mean, fried plate is getting close to the end because right. I don't put any fried food until like I'm I'm pretty sure You're I'm about like about to tap out. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um cuz that shit's filling. It's yeah. delicious, but it's filling. Just like, you know, you don't want to fill up on rice or noodles. You don't want to fill up on fried food. Right. Um, you know, you want to be able to go and get like a lot of like you know, seafood, a lot of meat, high protein. You want to get stuff that you're not going to get otherwise. Like, I'm not going to get, like, a whole plate of, like, General Tso's chicken because I can get that at a regular Chinese restaurant. That's a really good point because you could spend, like, eight bucks and get a ton of General Tso's chicken. That's a really, really good point. So you're never going to be able to eat, like, $8 worth of General Tso's chicken at this restaurant because you don't even finish i don't even finish like a whole order of general sauce chicken that's a really good point pro tip ladies and gentlemen i can't stress enough please take notes please (laughs) um 
fried food. Uh, then how are we feeling after that? What are we looking um, at? If there's more crawfish or like crab legs, I will get them. Okay. Okay. Really up the bang for your buck. Yeah. I mean, usually if I'm walking to get fried plate, I will see them and find them irresistible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so those might be kind of like interchangeable. Yeah. I got to hit it one more time. Oh, I'll do fried plate regardless. It's just, you know. No, I um I just meant like order wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you see like a fresh steaming batch of crab legs, you might forego yes. the fried plate for one more trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but fried plate, I I never meant to question whether fried plate <laughs> was going to happen or not. Um fried plate also called yellow plate. Yellow plate, yellow plate, right. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, this place just, uh, as is my favorite, has red, blue, green, <laughs> and yellow plates. Will you purposefully try to not use yellow plate for anything but the fried one? Yes, because I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> and my dear friend... You are exactly correct. <laughs> that is hysterical. I don't think I knew that about the... Pr I've known like a lot of this other information um, and I really can't express how good it is to, you know, get it in the books so that other people can study the process and trust it. But I don't think I ever knew about the specific yellow plate rule. <laughs> if yellow plates for yellow food. If you're yelping places, um, will you notice if they have multicolored plates and that might be like a, a plus one? Uh, I wouldn't say so. I mean, not necessarily. I think uh, it's just like, it's just a bonus. Like, it's just something that makes me laugh when I get there if right. they have yellow plates. Like, it's just a, a, a oh man, this is going to be even more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah, it just tickles me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. I I love that you do that just for your like it makes <laughs> it's just for you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um fried plate and or crawfish crab plate is, huh. you know, uh that last phase. Um where how do you round it out? At this point you are, you know, you're you're slowing down to the point where the only thing that can entice you is more crawfish and crab, basically. Um, I usually do uh, a plate of <laughs> a plate of rolls, like Ryan's rolls. Yeah, Ryan's rolls. Yeah. So if they have those, I'll do a plate of those. Probably like very very important to save those for last. Two to four. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got like honey butter. Definitely. I mean, and I'm going to use that. Like I'm at an all you can eat buffet. I've eaten probably <laughs> seven or eight, nine plates of food. I'm not going to use a pad of honey butter per roll at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Those rolls make Ryan's worth going to. Agreed. Agreed. And they can only be surpassed in quality 
by adding a delicious pork treat inside of them. Um, but but now we're you know we're getting back to dim sum, Howie. which is something that you've given to me. You know, <laughs> it's it's a trade off. Um, okay, rolls. Um, fruit plate. Oh, love a f- what a beautiful finish, yeah. or not necessarily finish, but rounding it out, rounding it out. Yeah. Um, because uh, fruit my fi- never feels filling. No, and it's always like refreshing. I'm like, oh, I just ate a light and delicious meal. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's basically <laughs> it's basically the opposite of Ryan's rolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> those Ryan's rolls have the texture of a cloud. So it, you know, they taste delicious, but they don't have a lot of substance to them. Right. Well, which I guess could also apply to fruit. Yeah, but I love oranges, pineapple, um, and like if they have peaches, those are probably Ooh. my big three. Yeah. Um. See, this is where. And I followed, I I stuck pretty closely to the process when we went the last time in Ann Arbor. And I I rounded out my meal with a lot of fruit just because, like you said, it was just so refreshing after everything else. Fruit and jello. I ate a lot of jello on that trip. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When we went to the dim sum place and we had to walk past the buffet to get to the bathroom, the thing that made me the saddest that I couldn't eat it was the jello. I don't know why. It's probably because like everything else was sated by what we were eating. Mm-hmm. But that was just like, that's so specific and I'm not going to be able to eat that. I wish I'd known. I would have suggested we go to the buffet instead of Arby's. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I know you're not joking. <laughs> um... I I I think it's because most of those places I feel like they use a higher gelatin content so it's a little firmer than your average jello cuz they cube it. Yeah. More like a jello jiggler if you will. I love a good jiggler. <laughs> I who doesn't love a good jiggler? <laughs> um orange, pineapple, peaches. Mhm. Yeah, that's probably uh probably the most I'm getting. I don't I don't get like I don't get grapes or bananas. No. Yeah, I don't get that stuff. Bananas um, only if they're fried. Yeah, bananas that, only if they're fried. But fried bananas can go on fruit plate. Okay, I was that was going to be a clarification from my end, so I'm glad you did that for me. Um, and then uh, I usually round it out with uh, some ice cream. I figured it was dessert time. Soft serve? Is probably, you know. I prefer soft serve to when they have like the scoop your own. Um, oh. Yeah, they had that at the one in Ann Arbor, didn't they? Yeah. I think people think it's nicer, but it's doesn't taste as good as soft serve. Agreed. Again, like you can buy your own ice cream yeah. in a tub, but you don't your, have yeah. your own soft serve maker. So it's about doing what you can't do for yourself as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you do toppings? 
Usually, no. Uh, I like pretty plain ice cream. So if it's like soft serve, it would be vanilla. Um, if it's ice cream, it'll probably be like just straight vanilla, straight chocolate, like strawberry. It's not going to be mixed. It's not going to be a weird, crazy flavor. It's not going to have toppings. Just ice cream. Okay. All right. I feel like, you, you know, favorite sushi, salmon and rice. Mm-hmm. Hibachi might just be shrimp and eggs. You're, you know what you like. I won't deny it. You know what you like. Um, ice cream's closing it out. That's a if if we see you going for the ice cream handle on the soft serve, then it's like uh, it's not done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like. When you see me with the ice cream, like, I get a little frustrated. It's like, oh, you have your ice cream. It's time to pay the bill. Like, oh, no. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. 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 So we're not talking about, like, the other people that you're dining with. We're talking about the wait staff. Oh, no. I don't mind the wait staff. I mean, they're doing their job. I don't want to be – I'm not upset with anybody. But, like, when every you know when I'm sitting at a table and I've got my ice cream and people are like, oh cool, let's put our jackets. Oh, so on. we are talking we're about the other up. people. Yes. That you're, okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Like, oh, you've got your ice cream now, so we're like wrapping up. Like that's what I thought. We don't know, like if there are going to be more crawfish put out, right? Or like if the sushi looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is always it is a process. Like it is a like a step, step by step, phase by phase. But like. You know, part of the process is trusting the process and knowing that, like, when the unexplainable, the unexpected happens, like, it's okay to go with it. I'm proud of you. That's that's flexibility, you know? It's taking hits as they come. Um, so really, this whole thing could be Brian McKnight's song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have you, um, do you feel like you've, like, gone through the whole process more than once in, to treat it as though, well, we've talked about the the purging. Um, <laughs> but have now, you sat long enough at an all-you-can-eat restaurant that you're like, hmm, it's dinner time now. Guess I gotta do another round. Um, or does it just kind of all like blend together? I would say I did it. Um, I used to do two rounds when I was in high school. There we go. I mean, I could eat a ton of food in high school. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, uh, turned 30 on Thursday, so I'm not as young as I used to be. I can really only do the process once. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, when I was younger I could do I could do a lot, like to the to the point where I think um people, like the wait staff was like, It's time to go. Really? Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> You've been here through two meals. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, it's good to know your limits you know your body changes as you get older you have to listen to it uh, it's kind of another aspect of trusting the process i would say it's 
Um, okay. I'm glad we walked through the whole thing. Um, do you feel like there's anything else? Oh, I know something else that we were going to talk about. Costco. Another place with great value. So, obviously we can't get as in-depth, but... I would say speak to the the value of a Costco as it relates to the value of an all-you-can-eat buffet. Um, well, first of all, uh, I think I, I go to Costco a lot, like, just to eat. Mm. Um, and, like, I do in some ways – Treat it like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Samples. Okay, that's a Samples that's a down. that's a good way to look at it. Okay, so we can so, uh, even if we don't get into like what you're buying from Costco. Yeah. When yeah. you roll into a Costco, what's the process? Um. So Tyler and I sometimes go on Costco Costco dates. Um. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, like pretty much my entire wardrobe is from Costco. So like, you know, we went the other day, I love to wear Costco at Costco. It's like, (laughs) it's like finding a yellow plate. Like, it's just really funny to me Um, because they never like, they don't have like seasonal wear, like they don't have changing fashions. So whatever I'm wearing that I bought at Costco, like last year, it's like still on the shelves at Costco. Right. That's Um, hilarious. Yeah, so, like, when we went the other day, like, my socks were from Costco, my leggings, I was wearing sweatpants that were from Costco, my underwear was from Costco, my bra was from Costco, I had a t-shirt from Costco with a flannel over it that was from Costco, with a vest from Costco, and then I was wearing an outer layer jacket, also from Costco. If you were taking notes, that was every article of your clothing? It's not my shoes. They not your shoes. It. Not your know. shoes. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, what is that like? Nine out of ten? Ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> so going to Costco, a really good time is for samples is right before a holiday, mm. which a lot of people are like, never go to Costco before a holiday because the crowds are so big. Right. Uh, if you go without a cart, it's not that bad. The car, the the crowd means nothing. Yeah, because you just kind of like cut through. So before a holiday, like especially like Christmas, New Year's, Fourth of July, like even before like coming up, we'll have Super Bowl weekend. Mm. The week before that, basically Costco puts out all their samples of like some of their best foods. Like they might have shrimp out. Whoa. Um, yeah, like cocktail shrimp and you know and sauce. They might be sampling like, I think I tried like. I don't know, like lamb or something. Whoa. Is it just because they know they're about to make bank? So they're okay with. Yeah. Because when they sample stuff, people buy them. So they'll sample these high, these high end items, especially before like before a holiday or especially when people are more willing. Yeah. People are going to splurge on those. That makes Um, a lot of sense. A honey baked ham or, you know, whatever. Wow. Um, yeah, so go before holiday, go on a Saturday if you can, like, and that is goes against, like, everything, people who, like, hate crowds and are like, I'm never going to Costco on a Saturday, like, you have to go then, Pr- 
probably between like 4 and 6 p.m. is like a really good time to go. Mm. And we do what we call the tour to Costco. (laughs) (laughs) You just hit a lot of samples. So um, Tyler and I do a lot of like, especially if it's really good, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to get one for my boyfriend. And he'll be like, oh, I'm going to get one for me and for my girlfriend. And like, dubsies upsies, like we got to. Right, right. Um, Did, did you guys, were you guys super into Costco before you moved up to Ann Arbor? We did it in Greenville, um, but we did it in Ann Arbor really because when we first moved here, like neither one of us had a job. Right. So honestly, I had a Costco membership. Um, honestly, we just kind of did it because we were kind of poor. That's that's what I I wasn't trying to like call you out or anything, but I feel like Costco is a new love in your life. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's definitely been an ignited passion in the past couple of years. I see. Um, it, then we go through and then like pretty much if we're still hungry at the end of the tour to Costco, which we usually are, um, <laughs> top it off with a dollar fifty hot dog and drink. Like that's just an unbeatable, unbeatable price. Yeah. I mean, you're paying a, you're, you basically paid a dollar fifty to eat a hot dog and a meal of samples. Yeah, yeah. Which is an unbeatable price. I agree. So uh, it's all about the value. Okay. Uh, do you feel like, I feel like I've been leading us a lot, but I want there, if there's anything that, you know, your heart really is is speaking to where any of this is concerned, you know, like, what's that rush like, you know? <laughs> that that all you can eat rush like what is it for you that really that makes it something that you prepare for a day in advance uh i i think that um i should say too like i only really do all you can eat like with friends i think that's probably what's uh probably important to say like I don't like go to an all you can eat buffet like every night by myself, you know? Yeah. Um, And also like not even, you know, once a week or anything. It's like, I mean, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. No, I mean like I, I, part of the anticipation is like, if I know like I have friends coming to town, I'd be like, Oh, let's go to this. buffet. Or like you said, like you're going to come to Chicago and we're going to try to get a hot pot. Yeah. So, so part of that is like the anticipation of like seeing friends and like part of the process is it takes like a long time to eat all that food. Um, so knowing that like, you know, it it is kind of like a communal thing. It is kind of like dinner, dinner and a show, if you will. Dinner and a show. (laughs) It's something that we do together, you know? Um, so I really like that. I like talking about it. Um, I like, it's exciting. Um, I like taking people to buffets. Um, I like taking people to like get them to eat as much as they can. Uh, I don't know why, but like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, most of the time it's like, oh, watch what you eat or whatever. Like, it's fun. Like, there's like no rules at a buffet. That's a really good point. That's a good point in the sense that like we're like, you know, everything in moderation yeah. But not at an all-you-can-eat buffet. 
No, ma'am. It would be irresponsible. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't feel bad sitting for a while at a buffet, like in terms of like turnover for servers, like not making money. Um, like right. I, I, I feel like I they're not expecting. Yeah, I wouldn't sit at a regular restaurant for two or three hours because I know that like, at least not without like tipping really well, because I know that like, whoever's table that I'm sitting at is losing money for me sitting. Right. But at a a buffet, I don't feel bad about that because there's constant turnover. And like, you know, it's, it's just the expectation is different. Like, I don't feel like I'm being like an asshole by sitting at a restaurant for a few hours, if it's all you can eat. Totally. Because if anything at a restaurant, I feel like it's the bussers who are at all you can eat. It's the mm-hmm. bussers who are like the more essential side of the yeah. equation as opposed to the waiters. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good point. I never thought about that. Cause yeah, it's an, it's an a-hole move to sit at a regular restaurant uh, yeah. for a super long time. Yeah. And if I sit there for two hours, they could have made tips off two tables, you know? Right. That's a really good point. Whereas uh, Ace, if you will, gives <laughs> you the freedom to be lackadaisical. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, probably I, I like most like um, that it's a social thing. I mean, at this point, the process has really developed from talking about the process. <laughs> um, you, you know what I mean? Like, Part of it is that, like, that's a thing we do now. Like, it's a social thing. It's, like, a thing I do with my friends. Right. And, like, and, and that's part of it. Um, right. You know, it is it is fun. That's what that's what gets me really excited when I'm, like, it's it's ace time, baby. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, that, that makes sense. And is also, um, I don't know, I guess good to hear after all of this, even though I wouldn't, you know, begrudge you either way. I mean, I, just, I have been like, oh, it's Tuesday. I should probably go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> right. I mean, I've I've done that. Ooh, ooh, I went to an Indian buffet last night. That is a good example. <laughs> oh, oh, I've never, I don't, no, I take that back. I went to this amazing Indian buffet that was out by where my first job was in Chicago. And I feel like I can never really take advantage of it because we would always go on our lunch break. Like, I didn't, it was in the suburbs, so, like, I couldn't just, like, go and really relish in it, but it was so good. Like, it was some of the best Indian food I've ever had, and I could just try, you know, everything. Yep. Yeah. Dang. I would love to go back to a place like that. Maybe, you know, if you wanted to, like, maybe not for this trip, but it can be something that we look forward to in the the future. (laughs) He wanted to do some research on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I will. (laughs) I mean, I have like a lot of places in Chicago where I'm like, I can't drop all these on Mary Beth at once. Like, (laughs) and let her know how extensive my research has been. But, uh, you know, I peep a few places every now and then. Okay. All right. Uh, duly noted. Um, have you ever been to an all-you-can-eat buffet by yourself? No. I don't think so. No. I, I wouldn't think so either. It was just like, I feel like at this point, I know you well enough to be like, this is yeah. a, a, you know, a totally just fun trait. Yeah. And not like I mean, like, like I a, said, it's dinner and a show, you know. It's, What's- 
dinner and a show. I think that's the best summary of this in terms of like your enjoyment of it is like it's not just eating. It's also like the fun and the challenge of yeah. this yeah. experience. Um, just love a good deal, you know? We're I just do love a good deal. Looking yeah, for if you the can deals. sit there for two meals worth, that's the best deal also. If Is there anything else that you'd feel remiss that you, if you didn't speak to it? Uh, I would say that probably, uh, you know, I am a lover of all kinds of all-you-can uh, eat establishments or all you can drink kind of situations. But, uh, you know, Chinese buffets are probably one of the most common. Um, and I feel like I should just ask, um, ask anybody who's got recommendations to, uh, yes, to send them your way. Uh, and we can enjoy those together. Yes. On some, you can eat adventures. Yes. Um, I'm going to post this. You don't have Twitter at all. Do you? No, I'm an I, old spinster. That's okay. Um, I feel like you're very active on the gram. I feel like most people are like one or the other. And I feel like I'm more Twitter yeah. and you're more, you and Stephanie are both more gram. Yeah, I'm on the gram because uh, I, I love I love to take pictures of my food mm. and follow food and look at food. So. Then I will, I'll share this. I always share them on Facebook, but I usually share them on Facebook and Twitter. So maybe I'll do, a, uh, I've done a gram plug before, so... It's time. It's time. So I just want to say anyone listening, um, you know, whenever you see this posted on the gram or on the Facebook or on the Twitter and I'll pass them along, just please uh, send along any recommendations of fave A-Y-C-E spots because we have to start accumulating a... I was going to call it a bucket list, but a yellow bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I, I should emphasize, you know, don't worry if they're not local, you know? Yes. I'll get to them eventually is it, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. She knows people in D.C. We've only been to Virginia Beach once or I have. Um, uh, yeah. Um, you know, those are the spots that we want to see when we're together. my last question is uh how do you feel like your love of all you can eat has influenced you creatively and a little broader than that just kind of your life in general um you know i would say uh i think the way the process for all you can eat I think it's a pretty, you know, pretty creative process. Um, and I think my, my zest for all you can eat is similar to the, to the, you know, zest I have for life. Um, Oh, that's very true. You know, I mean, I, there are things there I'm going to do as much as I can. I'll probably find like a way that amuses me to get it done. Um, you know, it's when, when I, I don't know, almost like an emergent challenge. Like when I see something that is challenging to me, I'm like, I, like, let me find a way to get it done. And I like kind of like playing these games like with myself to like oh. make things more fun or a little bit more exciting or to keep things new. Um, so 
I yeah, agree I mean, with I, this I wholeheartedly. I approach, I approach a lot of things that way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with this wholeheartedly, whether or not I would have like realized that coming into it or asking you the question, everything you're saying is like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you're, um, I would say undaunted by a challenge because I just feel like however you attack it, you, like you said, you do it with zest. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thanks for asking me to do it, Besu. Oh, you my Besu. <laughs> I... I've wanted you to do it for a long time and I thought about asking you when I was there, but I didn't want to like commandeer both, you know, your time and mine for like an hour, hour 15 Uh, where no one else could talk to us and everyone like (laughs) maybe even had to like be quiet. You know what I mean? So it was like, (laughs) uh, we'll find a better time. And then um, it worked out that we got to do it like this. It's just more time separately that we got to spend together. (laughs) I love it. And I'm going to see you like this weekend. I know. I know. I'm so glad you're closer now. No. And then you're going to leave me. I know. But not for a while. We'll get to do this for most of the time that you're in. How long are you in Ann Arbor? Oh, so, you know, there's not a finish line in sight. Yeah. How I'm going to phrase that. Uh, I don't know. I'm in my second year, so it's supposed to go five or six, but, you know, why not seven? Why not eight? <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know that wherever both of us end up, uh, we'll always find hot spots on Yelp. They got them all over the place, baby. <laughs> Just make sure you drink a lot of water. <laughs> Stretch it out. Stretch <laughs> it out. Oh, before before I sign off, um, do you have tips for relieving your overeating um, pain? Oh, I, the literally the only thing you can do is nap that bad boy off. Good call. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to advocate for purging or no. anything like that. Like uh you just have to sleep. I mean, and part of the all you can experience is like building in time afterwards. Like we did go home, Oh my go god. To sleep. I didn't even think about that. I was like struggling to stay awake the whole time after we went to dim sum and then mm-hmm. this this little one passed out for like 4 hours. <laughs> I ate point. a couple sliders and then went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Lorian, I love you so much. <laughs> and I mean that. I love you with all my heart. All mine too. So much that it overflows. <laughs> Does your love cup overflow? So much. It just pours over. <laughs> Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.